Hello, my friend, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 21st day of February. It's a Tuesday. That means we have our Tuesday evening Bible study with our friends in North Georgia, and we post the video and the audio of that encounter every Wednesday, so you can look for that tomorrow. We are getting some great response from this series we're doing, Studies in Ephesians, and having this wonderful journey walking through Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. We began, we will begin the third chapter of the book of Ephesians tonight, and don't miss it tomorrow wherever you get your podcast. And if you haven't caught up, all of them are available at our YouTube page in our Studies in Ephesians playlist. Uh, I think this is the third 15th or so this week in that study. We don't go very quickly. We maybe six chapter, or I'm sorry, maybe probably six lessons or so per chapter. So uh, jump in there and get caught up. I think it'll be worth the journey for you. We are in Mark chapter four. We are in the parable of the sower. And I'm under the full realization that Jesus actually explains the characters of this parable, the ground in this parable, and all the stuff about this parable. But that doesn't mean we are not to read it without his explanation and see what we see. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the parable in there. Mark gives us the parable, and then he gives Jesus explaining the parable, which is an awesome thing because it's like a, uh, a written record of what Jesus said he meant. I, I, that's cool in, in a thousand ways. But the fact that the story is in there, without the explanation first, I mean, he could have just gave the explanation, tells me that as a reader, I am to see what I can see. Then I can listen to what Jesus says these things mean, and it can round out all the things that I see. Yesterday, we did that with the seed that falls by the wayside in about the the story of the birds. So go back and listen to that if you missed it. But let's move on to verse 5 from Mark 4. Because we now have the second kind of ground, or the second illustration of the scattering of seed, which we'll find out later is the word. Some fell on stony ground, where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. Now, some of the things that I will say or want to say about each of these types of ground, it feels like we might as well save it for the interpretation that Jesus gives. But, and so that if I don't say something in this, don't think, oh man, he missed that. Remember, explanation coming up in the chapter. Other things are simply observations that we can take. For instance, When Jesus tells the second kind, he names an actual kind of ground. And the first one, the guy just dropped it, just fell by the wayside. Like it it was really no good for anything other than the birds picked it up and scattered it, which tells me that God doesn't let any of his word fall to the ground. He'll bring a bird in to take it to a field if he needs to. But when it actually goes on to stony ground, the issue with the ground is that it doesn't have much earth. It's just not fertile soil, but notice that the stones don't keep it from growing. And so I don't think there's such thing as a heart that can't be penetrated by the word. If the seed actually makes it to the ground, it can grow. 
I mean, the first example, the bird's carried away, fine. But if it gets in there, you can be stony-hearted. And you may not allow it to do much. It doesn't take much root. You don't give it much thought, but it still starts to grow. And actually, immediately it sprang up because there was no depth. So there might even be some emotional responses that aren't deep. They're not even, there's no depth to the response. And when the sun comes up, it scorches it. When the heat's turned up in our lives, some of those things that have no roots wither away, but notice that the stony ground doesn't keep it from working. And also, it's worth saying, roots are a good thing. Um, In our deconstruction era of the church, let's not knock everything down just because it's tradition. Sometimes it's the tradition that we need. The tradition that allows us to reach back into things that matter when nothing seems to matter. It's one of the beautiful things of church history, heritage, knowing, having this consistent schedule, this thing that you go back to that grounds you, that centers you. It's a root system. Let's go on to the next one. We're not just trying to do one a day. We've got the full explanation coming up that's going to take up a bunch of our time in the latter portion of the chapter. Verse 7, Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. Once again, same thing with the thorns that could be said about the stones. The thorns don't stop the seed from sprouting. Stones do not stop the seed from growing. So even though it's not a perfect scenario, the word does something. The the thorns grew up and they choked it. The fruit yielded, the the seed yielded no crop. That's another word for fruit. The, the, The seed yielded no fruit. It didn't bring out to the surface what it was destined to bring out because thorns choked it out. And when we get to Jesus' explanation of these, We'll see what those thorns are. But other seed, verse 8, fell on good ground, yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said to them, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So Jesus then puts us into that fourth kind of ground that he calls good. And what makes it good? It well, it allows a crop to yield. That's fruit. Fruit is allowed to be produced. Sometimes 30-fold, sometimes 60-fold, sometimes 100-fold. This this three-tiered production speaks back to the Hebrew insistence on triads. Outer court, inner court, holy of holies. Those kind of things. And so 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, this is the way that they think. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Do with it as you will. Now, tomorrow we talk about the purpose of parables, because that's Jesus' next statement. And then we'll end the week by showing Jesus explaining those parables. And that's where we get into the real depth in this story. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.